This is George Conner of the Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with C.J. Toledano, a current Los Angeles resident, and that's why we just talked about the Los Angeles Rams defeating the Chicago Bears on Sunday Night Football. A very average at best game. It's, uh, yeah, you didn't miss much if you didn't watch it. If you're a Bears fan, you already know how it ended. If you're a Rams fan, you're clearly not listening to this to find out Rams scores. But either way, that game happened. More importantly, I'm glad I got to talk to CJ mostly about football, his, uh, his brain trauma from playing uh, Pop Warner in high school football. He has torn multiple things on his body and regrets nothing. So without further ado, Oh, here's some ado. Two things before we begin. Our anniversary shows, our 11-year anniversary shows, Friday, December 6th at the Wonderland Ballroom in Washington, D.C., and Thursday, December 26th in Chicago, Illinois at the Hungry Brain. Those are our two anniversary shows. Go to youmethemeverybody.com for more information. Now, without further ado, here's C.J. Toledano and I on the Chicago Bears' recent loss to the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, let's talk about this game. Uh, why am I watching Chicago Bears football in 2019? You know what? I mean, I didn't want to miss you, but I turned it off several times, turned it back on because Megan wanted to watch it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was excited in the beginning of the season. And I'm not. No longer. No you, longer care. You attended probably the most exciting football game in 2018. Yes. Um, yeah, because it was canceled in Mexico City and it was brought here. And uh, our friend Joe McAdam was like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, why not? And it ended up being like maybe the most exciting sporting event I've ever been to. This was the Kansas City Chiefs at Los Angeles Coliseum, Los Angeles uh, Rams game. That was the historic touchdown game. Is that correct? Um, what I don't even remember a single touchdown being like, bigger than the other no, no 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 in terms of the amount of touchdowns and the, in terms of amount of lead switches yeah it was like a basketball game it was it was insane it was the game the game was going to be won by whoever had the ball last or whoever scored last um and yeah it was it was really really and i had no i wasn't rooting for anyone really like i mean i i live here in la but it was just like the the crowd there was also evenly split so it was it was kind of interesting you're not a football fan, but you're not not a football fan. You used to work for the NFL for a minute, and more importantly, you played high school football. Yeah, I played I played elementary school football. I played high school football. Yeah, then I worked at the NFL, so like I've been running away from the sport, but it is very much a part of me. Now, what did you play when you were in elementary school and high school? Uh, in elementary school, I played mostly the line. Um, okay. I was like a bigger kid, but then I also – there were times where they put me at like running back as like a joke. Um, <laughs> but I was also kind of like a fast, bigger kid because I played basketball too. Okay. Um, and then in high school, I played the line, but then I tore my ACL sophomore year. <clears throat> and then the, the physical therapy was the first time I ever worked out. And then I came back and I like lost weight and I was a little bit faster. So they put me at the end both ways. When you say the end, do you mean tight end and defensive end, or do you yeah. mean okay both both okay yeah, both ways? So you tore your ACL when you were like fifteen. Tore my ACL, MCL, and PCL. Okay, that's too many things. 
Yeah, it was uh, really, <laughs> really bad. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, what was the play? It was a sweep. I was on defense and I saw the sweep happen. I thought, oh, I'm going to destroy this guy. And then a point guard came out of nowhere and just hit me at, up in the air, maybe like two inches. Uh-huh. And then I just, my leg was not prepared to, to land. And yeah, it was the worst it was the number one worst feeling of all time, and then this recent ankle injury was the second of all time. Okay, so for my life, when 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 did this happen? When did you tear your ACL, MCL, and PCL? Yeah, uh, I was fifteen. Yeah, so sophomore what year. Year was that twenty two thousand three. Two thousand three. Uh, you're playing football when we don't have any idea about CTE and about what consistent brain <laughs> damage does. Is that correct? That is 100% correct. Okay. I don't know. I mean, but my parents, you know, if they knew about it, I don't think they would have cared. What? <laughs> You're the first person to say that. Why is that? I, I don't know. It's just because it, they they knew how happy it made me. Because, I, I mean, I don't know if I even loved the sport that much. I just – that's where all my friends were. So I had to go – like, I looked forward to going to football practice because all of my friends were going to be there. So you liked football practice. I, I yeah I liked football practice I loved and I, I loved uh, the bus rides what? away games like yeah we used to uh, there used to be a mic on the bus and, and my coach would let me like get on the mic and say stupid shit so that was your first open mic yeah pretty much okay and the I... reception was just as bad as my first open mic <laughs> I this is very illuminating to me I had no idea you liked it for the social aspect. Oh yeah, that, I mean, I think that's what sports. What I mean, well, basketball a little bit more, just because like the guys were cool. But I, I didn't know any football players really growing up outside of like four or five quarterbacks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just would show up to football practice. I honestly didn't know the rules. I still don't know all the rules. I don't like if you were to show me kind of like a, a borderline pass interference. I don't know how to call it. Like I don't know any of these rules. That's crazy. And I played for I played for nine years. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. How many concussions do you think you had? I would say at least four. Okay. I'm surprised. I just remember way. moments where I would like there – were, there were times where I'd go home and I would just sit on the couch mm-hmm. uh, and just stare. Or like after football season in high school, every year I loved going home and sitting in, in darkness. Oh, <laughs> that's not to, good. Yeah, listening to Pink Floyd, and I had, and I didn't try drugs until my early twenties. So it just was soothing. So oh, I don't know no. if that's like <laughs> massaging my brain or what. That's not good. <laughs> but I also know. I, I also tell people that CTE. I I use it because it, it's given me a different perspective on life. <laughs> Shut up. So yeah, what tell scientists that. Wait, 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 wait. My theory on that. Let's call her that perspective. How did your multiple concussions through nine years of Pop Warner and high school football color your experience and give you a different I don't know. I feel like I seek out I've, – I've sought out art because of it. I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, what, it, what, is, what is the opposite of getting my head smashed? Oh, it's staring at a painting or watching a nice, pleasant movie or listening to music that I never would have been introduced to. Um, so you're crediting so, brain trauma with an yeah. introduction to the arts. Yeah, that was my my self medication was the arts, and now that's why you have your current job. Exactly. <laughs> so, when did this switch over from like 
playing football to like massive basketball fan happen? Well, I mean, I was massive basketball fan since I was a kid, but I just wasn't as good at basketball as I was at football. Okay. So I remember for varsity basketball, I didn't try out because what the tryout involved running 15 miles at the beach. Hold on, hold on, stop, like, stop. Your tr- basketball tryout was 15 miles? Well, you had to, dr- you had to run 15 miles at the beach was part of the basketball tryout. Crazy. Yeah. And so I was just, and the running was, I hated running. So especially long distances. 15 miles. So I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. Are you, you're a hundred percent sure it's 15 miles. I would, it's at least eight. It's at least eight. Eight is almost like, that's 55% of 15 miles. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it was just a lot. Or whatever my my 17-year-old brain or body thought 15 miles was. Have you <laughs> it ever was run a mile on the beach? On the beach, no. Absolutely not. It's the very, beach is not very difficult. Yeah. So whatever it was, I was like, no. I'm not, basketball's not worth playing if it's this much running. But then when you got your 20s, you got – in shape, and you started playing basketball, and you probably could run 15 miles now. Um, yeah, I probably it would take it would take a little bit of training, but sure. yeah, I'm but not, you could like, do it now. It's not that, impossible. Yeah, that doesn't scare you off anymore. No, no. Okay. Uh, are there any players in the NFL that I should gravitate towards, like the NBA? Because I'm sort of trying to get back into the NBA right now, and Kobe White is on the Chicago Bulls. And I think he actually yeah. has a chance of Rookie of the Year, and I'm not joking. And he's very fun to watch. But you don't need to teach me anything to appreciate Kobe White. All you have to do is open your eyes and see, like, wow, this guy's shot is a little unorthodox, and he's 6'5", and he's got crazy hair, but on the court he looks like he's 5'6", and he's hitting all these threes. I get it. Is there anyone yeah. in the NFL that's like that? For for me? or yes. for I mean, like, anyone. Mahomes, I don't care. Mah- Mahomes is that Lamar Jackson is one one thousand percent that this year. Okay, you know, I mean, I the, the way I look at sports now is, um, you know, I work for House of Highlights, so that, that's a company that is based on single highlights with not much context. Any sort of context, it has to be explained through the caption. Um, anything more than that is just too much to digest through social media. Mm-hmm. So, like a guy like Lamar Jackson, a guy like. Patrick Mahomes, a guy like Aaron Donald, like guys who are just like, oh, this is a superhuman being. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, those are the guys who, and House Highs is founded on basketball. And so, for football to now work on it, it has to follow those same sort of rules. And, that, you know, those are some, some of the top guys that I think um, follow that. Now, the Rams, I thought we're going to have some of those players this year. And based on Sunday night's game against the Chicago Bears, neither team had anything close to a Lamar Jackson type of highlight. Am I crazy or did no. I miss something massive? Um, I, I certainly gave up uh, looking for it because I didn't see it either. Um, it was I mean, very... Khalil Mack had a, a bunch of those last year. Yeah, Khalil Mack is a linebacker for the Chicago Bears, and he's he's doing okay this year. He's not bad in any way. It's just the Lions figured out a way to shut him down, which made the game incredibly okay. Yeah, I mean, isn't it is it fair to say that the Bears, other than Khalil Mack and the defense, are so bad that it overshadows anything good? You're not. Well, here's the thing: you're 100 percent right in terms of it overshadowing anything good. But is that why I'm watching football in 2019? Because all of a sudden now, 
because of the missed field goals yet again, because of the horrible oh, coaching yeah. decisions, because of the quarterback situation, and because I think the likelihood of making the playoffs is down to like 3%, I'm way more interested in it than I am like three weeks ago. Does that make sense? Um, no, it may, it makes me quit. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I want to quit, but if I wasn't doing this and if I didn't have the boy, I would not be watching for sure. Yeah, I mean, also, too, it's just, there's nothing more, I don't want to say American because it's still like, that doesn't sound, but like, it's Sunday, you know, you mm -hmm. had a day, I mean, a week of work, Sunday football, just turning it on, no matter what game it is, and just sitting there and sort of vegging out or, or just relaxing and watching it. There's nothing much better than that, you know? And that's the problem I have with the NBA because the finals to me this year were great. And the, my biggest complaint yeah. about the finals was it didn't go to game seven because I didn't want to stop watching. But that requires mm -hmm. active viewing in a way that football, especially if your team doesn't care and especially if you don't have fantasy, you don't have. Football is maybe the second best passive game to watch other than baseball. Baseball's over. And baseball's really only exciting if you care about one of the teams. Where football, like you said, you could just go in and watch it. And even if it's shit, you're like, this is fine. Yeah, I mean, really, there's, you know, there's one day that's really consuming your life. So even though, like, you can be obsessed with football and you just, you know, you only lose one day a week. But, like, basketball, you know, baseball, those are pretty consuming. Like, you know, uh, you, you can lose all of your nights if you really watch, want to watch all the basketball games. So it's, yeah, it's kind of just like perfect scheduling. Do you think you're watching more NFL because of your fiance? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, I just canceled DirecTV um, because it's just insanely expensive and not worth it. Um, and she was pretty sad that uh, <laughs> she couldn't watch the Colts game um, on Sunday morning. Oh, because it's Sunday too. So, yeah, yeah. Now, do you have NBA League Pass? Oh, yeah. Oh, Is yeah. that for work? Um, yeah, we share it at work, but I would 100% I would pay for it if, if they did. Would you're sort of – before the NFL season, we, st we started to talk about this, and you said you were going to try to probably watch every, uh, every uh, L.A. Rams game and maybe even some Brown stuff, and you were really, really caught up. <laughs> yeah, now I'm embarrassed. That's not embarrassing at all. I don't think – I think you were common. I think a lot of people thought that the Browns were going to be good and the Rams were going to be good and even the Bears were going to be good. Things change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone that you, you thought was going to be good that's still holding your interest? I mean, I will if, – if the if circumstances allow me to watch a Browns game, I will definitely watch a Browns game. I, I mean – I just, I mean, I like their play. I like Odell. Again, Odell's another guy that, you know, is kind of like has NBA-esque highlights. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I really loved Baker uh, last year, and I love sort of him just backing up his sort of uh, bravado, like his, his cocky attitude. And obviously it's not happening now. And I like Jarvis Landry. And so, and I, I, man, I liked Miles Garrett. I mean, I, I think I still do. I'm, I'm, I'm still not decided. Like, um, so... That that is a team that is you know there's an NBA league pass there are they call it league pass teams where it's a team that's obviously not going to win the title but exactly. they're so fun to watch so like the Browns are a perfect parallel to to a league pass team so who's your current um, league pass team what's that who's your current league pass team uh, my current league pass team I mean it's funny I was going to be like it was going to be like the Celtics but they're you know number one I mean the Nets uh, are a great league pass team because of the because of Kyrie mm -hmm. um, 
the Jazz. Uh, let me think, who else? Man, I was even treating the Warriors as a league pass team, but now they're just so, so bad. I just watched a highlight this morning where a guy airballed a three and they cut to him, and I have no idea who he is. Like, <laughs> that's insane for the Warrior, for, for you to watch the Warriors and not know who a player is. But isn't After that, what they had just done. I know it's not the same, but it feels like it's really close to mirroring the 98-99 Chicago Bulls where you don't oh, yeah. recognize like anybody, except the Bulls one was more intentional, and this one was almost entirely injury-based. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's exactly – I remember trying to tune in to that Bulls team when Jordan left and just being like, who are any of these people? Yeah. Like, who was it, El- Elton Brand? Or was Elton Brand the year after? I think yeah, it was I years I after. Yeah, so it's exactly that. Well, but the thing is, yeah, the Warriors next year could be the number one team in the league again. Mm-hmm. It's just it's purely injury-based. Injury that's the difference. I think that's probably the biggest difference between the – well, not the biggest difference. One of the biggest differences between the NBA and the NFL one player can change an entire team. In football, it's damn near impossible. It's sort of the slow build to nothing, or slow destruction to nothing. Very rarely is it a slow build to success. You seem to get like one year where you actually have a chance to win the Super Bowl, and then it just slowly erodes. And I feel like that's what's going on with the Rams right now. Am, am I crazy? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, you know, I don't have – I'm not that – keen on football to, to know that progression to be honest okay um i could totally see it though could you speak of football when it comes to los angeles because uh the rams yeah, have been I here mean, less time than you have um have they been here longer than me i think they've been there less than you no yeah less than me yeah oh yeah so how is la it's it's if, is it a number one basketball town number two baseball number three football uh yeah i mean I think I think baseball and basketball can be pretty pretty similar um, in fan base. I mean, just because the Lakers haven't been good in the last few years that I've been here, and so Dodgers is being talked about more. And like Dodgers games are, are more fun to go to um, until I would say this year. Okay, but I would say yeah, football. <laughs> I don't know why everyone decided to come here. Um, and like, it's been what, four years, three, four years. And I think no one cares that much still, even after the Super Bowl. still. Yeah. But the thing is, this town is full of transplants. And so a lot of people, a lot of the transplants can go and watch their, their favorite teams against, you know, the Rams or the, or the chargers. Uh, I remember going to Clippers games when I first moved here in 2011 and then in 14, that there, I would go to a Bulls Clippers games and uh, let's go Chicago would uh, break out. That's great. Um, in chance, um, and then I mean, which is funny because I think when the Lakers played the Bulls this year, there were like LeBron for MVP, let's go Lakers chance at the United Center. That's um, so. That's this stuff this just has a lot of shifts. Is LeBron your favorite athlete? Yeah, he might be next to Megan. Might be my favorite human. Well, LeBron's done much, much more for humanity than your fiance. Now, uh, <laughs> give her a chance. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's going to build multiple schools. Fuck off. Come on. I'll bury her. <laughs> okay. Do you feel like you are more attached to LeBron because you're from Ohio? No. I mean, I just think it was just the, the way I was uh, raised, or just, you know, I was always looking for another Jordan type. Okay. <clears throat> you know, uh, I think if anything, it's because I was born in the Midwest. As a whole. But, okay, so when he went to Miami, 
you're in high school at that time? Or are you in college? No, man. I was I was in I guess I was in college, but I was in Chicago. I feel okay. like we were I was doing their shows. Do you feel like that sullied your opinion of LeBron or you didn't care because you're of a certain generation? Oh, where... okay, I, I hated him. You hated him. Okay. I I hated him. The reason I, I absolutely hated him. I think there are a lot of parallels with what LeBron did, and I'm clearly not the first to talk about this, of leaving your team to go win. We just talked about the Cleveland Browns. We just talked about Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack only became a Bear because he thought he could actually win with the Bears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not crazy to say that without LeBron going to Miami, none of this happens for OBJ or Mack or most half the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I, th I really think he was a pioneer with that. Because in the, and the thing is, I, I, I hated him, but now I look back and I'm like, no, absolutely go do that. Like, you know, he was a young kid who had never been out, lived outside of Ohio, mm -hmm. and he wanted to go win with his friends, and it was all set up, ready to go. Like, do that. Like, that's like saying being mad at myself for moving out of Erie, Pennsylvania to go have a better career. Like, you know, people are... are are free to do that and should do that. Um, and the fact that he came back is, you know, makes him even better. Like he didn't have to go back to Cleveland and win a one. And he did. Mm -hmm. So literally I think he can do no wrong. Is there one game in the rest of the NFL season that will bring you as much joy of watching a standard regular season Lakers game? Probably the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> You've been to a Super Bowl. Been yeah, been the yeah. I went to a really good one. Went to the I was working the the Patriots Eagles one. Um, so what does that actually? That mean? was awesome. When you're working the Super Bowl, what does that actually mean? So I was working for the Checkdown, and that was sort of a NFL House of Highlights. And so I was just cutting um, unique and uh, fun plays. Your highlight. Um, so I'm watching it. Is so yeah. good. Uh, my my like personal highlight reel. Or... No, that specific year's like the checkdown twenty eighteen year that you put together was just like that made me like wow the football, NFL looks amazing. Yeah, I mean th that was a completely stolen not stolen model, but it was thankfully I went there after spending time at the Pistons, mm -hmm. Bleacher Report, and then just being uh, you know very good friends with the guys who run the House, House of Highlights account. Like the playbook that these kids have put together in the past decade is better it, it, it i you know it'll look i think people will look back on it the same way that the espn top 10 um oh, yeah. was revolutionary but here's you know what I mean? even though like it's inspired by that but like you are 100 people don't realize correct. what's going on you are 100 percent correct but here's my biggest issue with all of that you're taking yeah. away the most important aspect of sport which isn't even i don't think the most important aspect of sport is on the field i don't think LeBron is so great because of what he does on the court. I don't. I think what everything surrounds it, that's what makes it matter. The reason why LeBron's even more impressive after going to the Lakers is because of the schools he's building in Ohio. Oh, but we'll we'll post we'll post the press conference of him opening the school. Sure, you know? sure, like, sure. But hold on, that's hold on. what's great. Yeah, but that's ahead. not the job, especially at the NFL that you were doing. What you right. you worked in the NFL, arguably the most political year of the NFL's existence. There's not one yeah. mention of any of no. that. And that is the and there's not one mention of CTE and those are the two most important things from that NFL season. Nary a scene of that. And I understand why. That's not what you're paid to do. But to me, you're taking away all of the things that make it interesting. 
Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> that was a, a huge struggle. And, you know, um, with these, I mean, that that's like the sad realization of <clears throat> try ever wanting to become an artist is the second your thing gets good, it will get commercialized. And some company or you, you will have to, or whatever company or the people that you employ will have to rely on whatever sponsors dollars. And I've just like, I've gotten to this point because I tried to be an artist. Uh, and now I'm like, well, I'm only going to push it until a sponsor goes, Hey, let's not. And you know, I'm a, I'm sort of a sellout. Um, but you know, uh, hopefully a, lot, a kid will then invent the next house of highlights or whatever that yeah. where they can, you know, highlight all this stuff. And we, and we have, we've, we run Kaepernick stuff on house of highlights. We run, um, you know, anytime a player speaks up against Trump, because that is, we try to capture what the biggest message or storylines that are going on in sports. Um, but we do try to do it without any sort of like opinion. But if Kaepernick is trying out for the NFL and the NFL is shutting it out in certain ways, we're going to highlight that, you know? So um, we're trying to have at least a middle ground and, and hopefully make it so viewers and fans aren't missing aspects or like picking and choosing what they see. We don't want to do that. I think that what you're doing now is pretty fucking cool. And I think that clearly the NBA is the best league period when it comes to social justice and when it comes to excitement and I'm assuming the leash you have there is a hell of a lot longer than the leash you had at the NFL. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, the NFL was working for the league and house highlights, you know, we cover NBA, but we don't work for the NBA. Um, But in in a, in a a way too, it's like the second, if we started like pissing off the NBA, they can pull our rights. Sure. Um, But you know, but still the leash is is a lot longer. And um, you know, I think the, the ownership and, and front office of the NBA, they want their players to have a voice and, and they want them to use the NBA as a platform. So thankfully, you know, that has been where I've been at for the last couple of years. Uh, question slash observation. Kaepernick had his fake workout workout on Saturday uh, before the games. Uh, we both tried our best to watch the Bears-Rams uh, game. Could you – did you hear any arguments of – either team would be worse off with Kaepernick because it's really hard to imagine the bears not scoring at least one more touchdown with Kaepernick. It's hard to imagine the bears being any worse. That being said, I actually don't think the problem with the bears is our quarterback. It's clearly our coach. Fuck that guy. But Kaepernick would do pretty well on that bear squad. But Brandon, that could be said about 75% of these teams. And that's why I don't even think we should even be like, discussing how 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 that workout went down when it's just like the fact is Kaepernick is a better quarterback than most of these quarterbacks and their backups and their other backups like just put them on a team it's a very clear there is there is no reason why Kaepernick shouldn't be on a team he shouldn't even got to this workout point you know so that's the main issue that I have and so it's like people are like what do you think about the workout I'm like I don't care about the workout he should be on a team it's like put him on paper, his name in writing next to a bunch of these other quarterbacks are in the league. He's better than, so yeah. that's, that's like my thing. I'm not even like watching games and going, I mean, yes, I am watching games. I'm going, yeah, that's insane. It just makes me mad. It made me upset, but at the same time I was like, well, he did have that. He did win that settlement against the NFL and now he doesn't have to suffer all that brain trauma. So I guess he won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> he loves to play football. So 
Um, and here's the thing too. It's like, if you have any like white owners who are like, you know, it's a business aspect, like he'd be great for business. And like all these, you know, white, white racist people who are like, we're not going to watch the game if Kaepernick is playing. It's like, yes, they will. They're all lying. Everyone's lying. Yeah. No like, one dropped off on when the league got signed, watch. you know, it's, it doesn't make yeah. any sense, but here we are. Here we are. And it's insane that we're in what year three of this. So. I kind of glad we're still in year three of this. I'm like really surprised that the NFL thought that the workout idea was good and it would it would just like go away if it didn't work out. If anything, this is the light. This is great. This is the flashlight on the problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they they keep figuring out new flashlights on the problems. Like it's um, yeah. The, the NFL just keeps sort of exposing themselves, in my opinion. Oh wow! What a controversial opinion you have. Listen, Let's, I just want to make memes.